Welcome to Merrickville. Cam Knight's back in the studios with me this afternoon. Great to have you back, Cam. G'day, champion. Mate, in this hour, we are going to revisit part three when animals attack. This yeah. is never ending. This is I want this to just never stop. It's part four. It's a part oh, four. It's, it's part, part four. <laughs> oh, wow. See? Well, to be to be fair, we lost our way in uh, in the third episode. <laughs> even <laughs> even the hangover knew to stop at three. <laughs> no, no, yeah. no. When animals attack, part three. This is a defensive course on what to do if you are endangered by a deadly animal. Now, we thought that this would be like the human centipede. There'd be one, and everyone would go, nah. <laughs> no, 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 I don't need any more. Part four, ladies and gentlemen, that's coming up very shortly. And your chance to win some NRL grand final tickets. Cam Knight with me this afternoon. Uh, Cam, I wanted to uh, share something at the start of the show because, I, I look, I've been thinking about it for the last uh, day or so, and um, it's a very personal uh, thing that I wanted to share from a family. And I, sometimes, I share a lot on radio, as you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm quite an open person, but with this, yep. I'll, I've been thinking for the last 24 hours, I really want to talk about it, but I don't know whether or not I should. And I've come to the conclusion that I'd like to share it. Right. Okay. This is a, um, this is a, a letter that my son, uh, wrote at school and his teacher gave it to my wife yesterday. Do I, I need s- tissues for this? Am I going to, am I going to tear up? You might. You, yes. might, you might get there. With that sort of, with a little bit of musical prompting, we could. <laughs> Ugly kid, hey, sorry, Joe. Hang a Can we get teardrops by Massive Attack? <laughs> get teardrops by Massive Attack. <laughs> no, no. Uh, so my son is eight years of age, and he's a great kid, Wolfie. He's um, mm-hmm. he's a very sensitive young boy. He's um, I've always thought he's like his mother because he's got a great heart. He's not an idiot like me. He's, yeah. he's, you know, he's a really genuinely great boy, and I'm very, very proud of him. Mm-hmm. And then... I got a, um, I got this letter yesterday that my wife shared with me, and I'm going to read it out. He writes, Once there was a comedian named Merrick Watts. Him and Georgie Salzberger then married, and together they made me Wolf Watts. My dad's blood is in me, which is why I do skits. It just comes natural to me. I quite like, I'm quite happy that I make other people laugh. It's just what I do. Sooner or later, my sister came along. That's my life so far. That's, <laughs> That's beautiful. I thought I was going to say, and then my life ended. Oh, no, no. <laughs> my sister that came end. along. No, that no, end. It's like, it's like it kind of, obviously, there was a bit of a downer there. Number yeah. one, number one, mate, uh, there's obviously some sort of uh, copyright issues there. <laughs> I do. If, if I find out that he's doing my material. Your stuff. School, yeah, that's right. There's a copyright breach there and he will be sued. I'll take his family to the cleaners. Is this the first time that you've you've heard this? Like he's never said, oh, I never. wouldn't mind doing comedy or anything? Never. My right. son and I have never, uh, we don't, I don't think we've ever had a, a proper conversation about what I do for a living. We certainly don't make a, a deal out of it. I've actually said to him, I said, you know, what I do, I just make people laugh. I don't try to overcomplicate it. I tell him about media and all that. So I just, yep. your dad's job is to make people happy. That's yep. as simple as that. But he's never, ever, ever said to me, Dad, I want to do comedy, or Dad, I, I do skits at school, or Dad, I like making people laugh. I had no idea. That's awesome. The first time that I've seen that I've actually had a positive influence on another human being, and that person's my son. <laughs> it's worked. It's working out for you, mate. That's fantastic. I know. I'm really yeah. quite proud. because That's like, beautiful. Yeah. And then he killed a cat, which was awesome. <laughs> um, and, and well, your- well, your blood is in him, so... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
<laughs> but it's just, it is for me. This is that watershed moment. It's that 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 point in my life where I've gone like father, like son. My son, yeah. my son is actually you know the, f- the fruit doesn't fall too far from the tree. Maybe that's very know. nice. That's very nice stuff. I get that a lot from my kids, but they just sort of mean because I've got two boys and they've, they're full of energy. Yep. And, that, and whenever we're at the park, our friends always look at us and go, oh, you can totally tell they're yours. Not, <laughs> not, not my wife, Belle's, because Belle is quite, she's not as manic and crazy as I am. So they just think, oh, well, because they're young and energetic, they just mm. go, oh, well, they're a bit, you know, they're a bit mad. They'll just climb stuff and fall off stuff. They just go, well, that's, that's you, Cam. Yeah, I get that. Your kids are nuts. It's you. (laughs) Whenever, whenever they do something wrong, they're always their father's. It's mine. It's it is. It is your boys. Whenever they're doing something wrong, Bella's always like, "Your sons have done this, not our sons." (laughs) (laughs) We get ownership when they've done something bad. Yeah, but when they do something, you know, great, it's like, "Oh, look what we've made collectively." As yeah. a unit. But I wanted to open up the phones, and uh, I think we, we might have some uh, grand final tickets to give mm, away. We do. Um, when was that moment, Dads, where you've had that like father, like son moment, where you've just gone, wow, that's my boy. Maybe you do something for a living, and you know, all of a sudden, you know, you might have, maybe you're into cars or something like that, and your son has had absolutely no interest at all, and all of a sudden, they just go, bang. And they want to get involved in, in what you do. Or maybe it's just a personality trait. Maybe one day you've just seen your kid, uh, you know, six or seven years of age. He turns around and he's just polished off a case of bourbon and cola. I love families that all dress the same. Do you all get around? Do you kick around in the same Crocs? Yeah, yeah. But maybe, maybe it's maybe it's the way they stand. Maybe it's yeah. a, 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 something they say. They've they yep. picked it up, and you just go, "Oh my god, my son is like me, like father, like son." I want to share those moments. One triple three five three. Get around it. Merrick Phil here on Triple M. Cam Knight with me this afternoon. Sorry, just juggling my phone. There having some. Technical issues, software uh, update issues with my phone. (laughs) Just try to read something off my phone before, which was a little a little letter that I got from my son saying that he he, he's taken a little bit more of his father's traits than I thought. I never thought my son would be uh, at all like me or or would have any interest in doing what I'm doing. He's just he's his own man, and I'm totally Mm. fine with that. In fact, I'm very happy with that. I don't want him to be anything like me. But he you don't want the competition. No, no, no. I don't want another. I don't want a Maddie Newton on my hands. Is what I don't want. (laughs) Fair call. (laughs) Speaking of accidents, uh, there has been an accident truck rollover in Mount Druitt on the Carlisle Avenue at the Great Western Highway. Just heads up, two of the three northbound lanes are closed in that area. So if you can give that a miss, do so. But we're taking your calls on when the tree hasn't fallen, the apple hasn't fallen too far from the tree. When you've had a look at your kids and just gone, oh yeah, yeah a bit like there me. There he is. Yeah. There I am. It's kind yep. of, it's a nice moment. I, look, I mm. haven't really felt that before where I've, my son looks a bit like me and there's lots of things I go, oh, he is a bit like me. But when I heard that he was doing little comedy skits for his mates at school, I was like, oh, look at you. What a legend. Stay away from my turf or I'll sue you. <laughs> I will sue you. you, you not old. I will sue you're, you. You're not old enough I to will engage a lawyer. You. <laughs> you, don't, you don't have a lawyer's phone number. You don't even have a phone, mate. So I don't know how you're going to represent yourself. You're going to jail. Uh, got Adam and Greystains. Hey, young guys. Um, yeah, I was walking in the Pamaway shops to the news agents, and my six-year-old son sees this girl. She's really beautiful, and she's walking straight past, and he just looks at me and goes, she's definitely a sexy dad. And the whole, everyone in the shop just started cracking up laughing. Wow. So everyone that's when, heard it. That's when you realised that your son was also a creep. <laughs> 
So part of you is a little bit like you laugh at that, Adam, but also too, a part of you is a little bit like, oh, oh proud. Oh, you're, you're proud, but you're like, if I wasn't married, this would help me pick up chicks. Okay. okay. Yeah, all right, mate. Now we know where Adam's son gets it from. <laughs> there we go. Uh, let's get to Chris and Wyong. G'day, Chris. Hey, g'day, guys. How are you? Very good, good mate. mate. All right. What was the moment when you went like father, like son, or like daughter, like father? Oh, well, I've only got daughters, so it kind of does my head in from time to time. But, um, mate, we were sitting at the table. We thought we'd sit around the dinner table and be like a normal family and have a meal together. And my daughter, she's also eight, Merrick. She, she said to Dad, you want to play a game? I said, yeah, what is it? She says, points a finger out. She says, Dad, pull my finger. <laughs> and, uh, and you know who, you know who copped the blame for it, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my darling wife looked at me and she said, that's your fault. I said, no, it's not. Dad taught me. <laughs> generation to generation Chris, Brilliant Chris and the great thing is In a few years time She's going to learn To blame it on the dog And then <laughs> The circuit will be complete Hakuna Matata Hakuna Matata Okay let's get to uh, Christian in Spring Farm G'day mate Yeah how you going boys Very good indeed Alright when was that moment That you realised Like father like son Yeah well I was I was driving to my old lady's place I had my son in the, in the seat Next to me Passenger seat Because he gets car sick had the missus in the back, and I'm just an idiot, you know. I make stupid noises, stupid dad jokes, and the like. Anyway, I'm in the front seat going pew 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 pew, and I turn turn the left, and my son he's pulled out his hand pistols, and he's doing the shooting as if he's shooting with his hands. My missus in the background going, "What are you guys doing?" He's going, "I'm shooting." Start shooting out the window with these pistols while I'm making the pistol noise. Is it Star Wars pistols? Is he a Star Wars fan? No, it was just, just a random pistol. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just making up my own hand pistols. No, like, like you, Christian. Oh, yeah, we'll, we'll shoot everyone. That's just, that's just like you, Christian. You said like a random pistol. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's get to Aaron. G'day, mate. How you going? Yeah, mate. How you doing? Very good indeed. All right. Um, you've got a, an instance of, you know, that moment where you've gone like father, like son. Yeah. So the wife was having a spack attack in the laundry because I put clothes in the wrong basket or some such. Okay. And it's your next level demonic possession spack attack. So grab the cross from around the neck, hold it up to her, and I'm like, power of Christ compels you. The little boy rocks up, puts his hand on her stomach, and goes, Satan be gone! <laughs> oh my God! Guiltiest <laughs> look, shakes the head, slams the bedroom door, locks it, and I'm sleeping on the couch. <laughs> well, That's Aaron, good. Any story where somebody ends up sleeping on the couch has got to be a winner because that means that you, Hakuna Matata, you, <laughs> the circle of life is complete. Aaron, mate, two tickets to go to the NRL Grand Final. Oh, bloody oath, mate. Sweet oath. Yeah, you gotta, absolutely. you got to take your boy, though. <laughs> I'll have to drive up the Brisbane and drag him down then. His mum won't be happy. He'll miss out on school, but no, well, it's not like they teach him anything. Mate, school's going to be there. It's always going to be there. Besides, it's not a, it's not on a school day. It's on Sunday. It's going to be glorious. The 2017 NRL Telstra Premiership Grand Final Sunday, 1st of October, ANZ Stadium in Sydney. Don't miss out. Get your tickets today from nrl.com slash tickets. Mez, you can give Aaron first-hand experience at school. doesn't matter that much, can't you? Yeah, well, I mean, look at me. Just if you want to work in media, stop trying now. <laughs> Cameron Knight is an Australian comedian and television personality, born in Cummins, South Australia. Come Knight, that's the first line of his Wikipedia page, and to be honest, his song's a bit of a failure. It went downhill, didn't it? <laughs> Come Knight.
This I've week. never felt more like a team team player now. That's yeah. amazing. It's great, isn't it? What a great effort. That, but this week, our audio guy, who's <laughs> Maddie? Mate? Shout out to our audio producer, uh, Maddie. I was just telling you about him off air. I was just yeah, saying, what a he's legend. A, yeah, he is. He's a gun. That was oh, very cool. Well done, Maddie. He's got, Thanks, to, Maddie. He's got, he's got, he's got a lot of time you, on his hands. <laughs> I told you, I was literally saying this guy is an absolute gun. He's a legend. Gun. He was just saying yeah. that off air. And yeah. then he does that. And just I bust that out. So cool. You know what? And I'm accurate. putting the headphones down and walking out because <laughs> yeah. that is... Cam night! I'm going to be singing that all day now as I walk down the street. Cam night! How good is it having a song for you? It's uh, great. You know what? I'm going to do this at some stage. Maybe I'll do it before the end of the week. I'm going to make a listener a song. I'm going to make one for you. Yeah, oh, that's, that's a bad idea. Make a, a little idea. intro. And when you say idea. you're going to make one, you're going to say, oh, hey, Maddie. You're going to get Maddie to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, yeah. Maddie's the talented one. So <laughs> what I'll do is I'll get Maddie to do it, and like with everything else, I'll take all You'll the credit. You'll take all the credit. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Like, oh, how good a guy is Merrick. Yeah, he did that thing for that other guy. No, That's it. Because you'd get halfway through recording it, and then the system would crash, and you'd throw the computer out oh, the window. Mate, that's what you'd do. Mate, my phone is melted down today just because yeah. I got an upgrade. I've been on the phone of my wife going, I don't know what's wrong with my phone. Help me. And she goes, stop using Apple ID. You're a moron. Okay, I don't know. I've had a breakdown on my own computer today. I can't. Anyway, yeah. Mm. Yeah. that's why everything has to be on paper, Cam. It sure does. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, I uh, caught up with you last week, Cam, at the uh, yeah. Just for Laughs festival. We did some recording, which will be on the uh, Comedy Channel uh, at some stage soon. For the Just at the Laughs Opera festival. House. Yeah, it was very, very good. Very special It was there. very good. Good to catch up and have a bit of a chat great then. to see you. I heard you did well. I had to nip off. Who told do... you that? Well, you. <laughs> Again. Everyone else bombed except for you. According to? I got you. Yeah. <laughs> he, got, he got audio producer Maddie to make a song about how well he yeah, was. Right. Mez wins. Mez, Mez killed. <laughs> yeah. That's it. I, uh, right. I, yeah, I had to do the I had to do the warm up those shows and then uh, got to do Tofop at the Playhouse right next door. Oh, that's awesome. It's, but something weird happened. It was on, on the way in, I caught the bus in because comedy pays oh, oh, so well. <laughs> and um, I was on the bus and these two ladies, um, they, they, they looked like tourists and um, they were both, I, I thought they were from like African-American and this mother, it looked like there was a mother that sat down next to me and I thought, oh, I'll do the right thing here. Um, you know, the chivalrous thing or also show them a bit of Aussie hospitality if they're mm -hmm. tourists. I'll mm -hmm. offer the door to the seat as well. And she says, oh, no, 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 that's all right. And then she just disappeared into the bus somewhere else. And then I sat there thinking, oh, they're not even related. Oh, I've just no. racially profiled these people. <laughs> and now I've got to sit next to this woman. And what's she thinking of me? Like, she must think, oh, yeah, you, you just think we all, you know. Positive look, racial like, profiling. You, just, you know what I mean? So I sat there we so anxious. I was so anxious the whole thing. I was even going to turn to her and say, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't know I thought that you were related. And then I just thought, don't, don't. <laughs> no. Just leave it as it is. This is your own Seinfeld moment, champ. Just yep. move through it. Yep. And then I get to the opera house. Which is weird. Because you're actually—I was surprised that you're allowed to take a shovel that big onto a, onto a bus in Sydney. <laughs> because you dug a massive hole. I dug hole. so hard, deep. I was Sorry, so see deep. how you're the same colour. <laughs> exactly. I was I just so. I put you all in the same group. It was like the worst thing ever. I was right in my head about oh. it, and I was just trying to be nice. You're I was trying just to trying to do the right thing. Anyway, I get to the opera house and I get up on stage, and there they are. All three of them. There were three of them in the third, in the second row. Turns out they were related. And I was like, oh, I'm so glad you're here. 
Because oh. now I feel so much better knowing you were traveling together. You are a mother and daughter. She's like, yes. And I was like, oh, do you know what I was going through sitting next to you? And it was all very good. It all got worked out at the end. Well, here's the thing, madness. But here's the thing is that they've said, oh, that Cam Knight, he just assumed that because we're all similar color that we would yeah. be related because that's how narrow-minded he is, <laughs> which is actually technically racially profiling I, I, I white know. men in their 40s. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I was Accurately. really I was living right up to it. That's for sure. <laughs> nice one, Trumpy. <laughs> Sorry, I think you've forgotten the bit where you give me some money. Because someone has to pay Merrick's salary. Here's a word from our sponsor. Hi, I'm Gary Megan, and I do a little show on Podcast One called A Plate to Call Home, and it's about fascinating people all centred around food. This is a show for foodies, but it's more than that. It's a show about the people and the stories behind food. I think you know that I'm obsessed by food. Everything in my life revolves around it, and I love nothing better than to spend a little time talking about people that are equally as passionate, sharing their stories, and getting to know what makes them tick. It's called A Plate to Call Home, and it's available on the Podcast One app or on podcastone.com.au. Let's do this. <laughs> when animals attack. Yeah. That's it. Plenty of strengths, Watsy, and animal attacks is my strength. It's clearly yes. not doing radio. <laughs> yeah. Unbelievably, this is edition four of this game. Um, not unbelievably. When, yeah. you're, unbelievable, when you're on a bloody really. winner, when you're on a bloody yeah. winner, stay Stick on that winner. That's Even right. if that Police winner. Police Academy kept going forever and ever. Exactly. So here we are. Exactly. This is the Police Academy. Oh, God. If we, get to, if we get to when animals attack 19. <laughs> no, no. Uh, we, I would say that we're more like the Saw series of okay. horror movies. Yeah, because yeah. we're terrifying. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that's fair. All right. Um, Merrick, you can go first today. Okay. It's so a quick explanation of what this the is, The way Liam, this game works that's is. That's what you're doing, radio. I'm going to. I'm going to give you an animal and you and Cam take it in turns to tell me how you would survive an attack from this animal. Okay. If it were to happen. Okay. Um, you're in the, I've, you're I've in the, won, I won last week. You did win last week. You're in the open area. Uh, you don't have any weapons, Cam. No bazookas. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Merrick, how yes. do you survive a wolf attack? A wolf oh, attack, yeah, or any other pack okay. animal it applies to dingoes as well. This, this and not, sort of this thing. isn't your son. This isn't your son <laughs> coming at you. I was going to say, you know, I don't know, pack up his Lego. Bang! <laughs> 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 points for what? No, you're grounded. Okay, is this? Can yep. I? Can I just get some clarification? Yes, is this can. an individual animal or is this in its pack? Yeah, because in a pack, you've the got wolf no is a pack animal, so it's likely yeah. there's a pack. Okay, oh, mate, you're right. doomed. First of all, you never turn your back on it. You yep. stare it down, keep eye contact with it at all times, and mm. move towards it, not away from it. As soon as you flee, it will hunt you down and bring you to the ground and eat your ass out. Through your casual I mean, denim. I mean, <laughs> through your casual denim, it will they eat your ass. start at the ass and work yeah. their way through. Is that <laughs> right? <laughs> um, I want to hear David Attenborough actually say <laughs> that. <laughs> <laughs> Do not try to stare the wolves down. They regard oh. eye contact as a challenge. Really? There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Right um, but right. how's the, uh, apparently as pack animals, they will sneak in from behind to nip and rip at your leg muscles to disable the victim. Oh, and basically so they good. say, if you fall over, you're, yeah. you're stuffed. You're They're the you're best. Absolutely wolves screwed. Are the best. Yeah. They're so so good at it. unfortunately, America dead. Do you know that every single dog on the planet derives from the wolf? Wolf yes. is the only pure canine. Except the Chihuahua. 
That was just made of pure fear. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was made, you know that was that was somebody, fear in a rat. Somebody had sex got somebody got and something created that. Somebody got what comes out the back of a real dog and yeah. then molded it like clay and then they got a chihuahua. <laughs> there it is. I don't know how that survived evolution. The chihuahua was just sitting there just crapping itself the whole time, shivering, going, Why am I here? This doesn't make sense. I should be just food. <laughs> right, I could be eaten by a bird. I'm a dog and I could be eaten by a bird. <laughs> a spider could take me. An actual bird spider could take me down. Cam, here we go. Uh, you haven't been good at these so far, Cam, so I'm going to give you one that you That's should you be able to That's because you don't give me get. a bazooka. I'm going to give you one you should be able to get. Cam, how do you survive? An attack by a bull, a boar, a bull, as in a male cow. Oh, a right, okay. A bull. A bull. So, so you you do the ridgy dig sign with your thumb and little finger. No, you tried this. Remember? Oh, that's right. No, yeah. okay. Um, you you let it sort of charge at you and dodge it. And well done. Hey! hey. Basically doing... Well done. Exactly what the Spanian matadors <laughs> have done. Exactly what they do. Right. Well done. <laughs> yeah, That's a gimme. I've, I've made it That's as easy as That's an absolute gimme. The gimme. only other thing they recommend doing is whacking it on the muzzle as hard as possible. Whacking yeah, it on the muzzle? That. What yeah. with? Yeah. With whatever's at hand. <laughs> Just your nude. <laughs> okay. No. All right. You're, you've been in the bush for a while. Your clothes right. have fallen off. What are you going to do? Merrick. Watching some offensive videos, Liam Flanagan. Merrick, you've died once. <laughs> okay. How do you survive a bee attack? A bee yeah, attack. Yeah, and this is a swarm, swarm. not an individual bee. Okay. Hit him with the old pee bow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I would say that you try to find a body of water as quickly as possible and dive in because bees cannot swim. Never jump into a body of water. Oh, bees have come been. On! Bees have been known to hover for hours over the waters, stinging whenever you surface for air. Are you oh, kidding? I'm not. What if you perpetually wear a snorkel when you're yeah. outdoors? They'll go like down the snorkel. They're that clever. They'll come <laughs> down the snorkel and oh, bite your tongue. Like an STD. Oh, come on. What has happened to this guy? All right. Speaking well, from experience. <laughs> 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 Cam, last one. Here we go. Yeah. Cam Knight, how do you survive an attack from a honey badger? A honey badger? Yeah. Oh. Okay. It's clear now, it's, first of all, stop going to rugby union games. Yeah. <laughs> no, not Nick McCummins. The actual honey badger, the, the animal. How big are they, by the way? Yeah, they're Can not I big. Ask? They're, they're right. sort of like a, a sort of a medium dog size, a little bit smaller than that. Okay. Yeah, okay. Um, a honey badger, mate, look. They're, they're not that aggressive, so I could just run it. I'll outrun it. No, well, you, you're you, half right. Uh, what, uh, what, okay. if they, what if the honey badger goes into a body of water? How does it yeah. go then? <laughs> and then I'll just I'll just lie down and let it eat my ass out. Then <laughs> 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 it'll just get Through sick of that and walk off because there's no honey in there. <laughs> Is that right? No, you're right. Um, you are. They are. They're super aggressive, but mm. you were. You were correct. You just need to run. Run, okay. run, run, oh, run, run. So let's get well, back. To, let's get back to the buzz buzzed me then. Because well, you, right? you you described the honey badgers as not being very aggressive animals. Yeah, but I said that I'd outrun it. All right, I'll give you the points. Jeez. <laughs> I said they went very fast. Right. I said they went very fast, mate. Be specific. Yeah, right. you needed that extra Thank point because because I've Can got just, zip. So hang yes. on, well, let's get back to this bee thing. What do you do? <laughs> I said you you go into water. You said yeah, no. And okay, then you sorry. Tell me what to do? Merrick, if the bee you. you try to get to an enclosed shelter I was or run say, until you, the bees stop following you. Do you run until you find my mum smoking and just stand next to her? All right. You get a point too. Oh, come on. Well but Cam, you still won. 
because you didn't die today. Thank you very much. Congratulations. Good to be alive. Cam Knight, there's been an absolute pleasure. I look forward to your company again on the show when we will play When Animals Attack oh, Part 5. God. You bet will we? we will. Yeah, yes, and that's gonna, just going to be aquatic animals this time. <laughs> and as you know, we're always talking about Sydney. So today I've got a whip. It's a work in progress, apparently. Merrick Bills. Whip it good. Whip around Sydney. I just thought it meant like, you know, you whip around Sydney and just go to different points around Sydney and just talk about them. And then I found out the, the word work, it's an acronym, and the word work is at the front of that. So work in progress. <laughs> you learn things that other people oh, well, know. No, there's two different words. Yeah. yeah, I know. I can, no, one's got an H in it. Yeah. And the other one is whip. It's an acronym. But I've, ne- yeah, I've never seen it on a piece of paper because why would anybody in this office, Liam, invite me to a work in progress? There's one every morning at 8.30. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is that Peter Kim? Peter Kim? for years. <laughs> really? I've never seen one. You should come. No. Oh, oh, again. Point out the first word of that acronym does not suit my lifestyle. Let's move on to the whip around Sydney. I'm just going to hit you with a couple of interesting points, uh, news items that have happened in Sydney. <clears throat> They're not necessarily made the, the news, but are interesting. Worst road in Sydney has been revealed. So this has gone George Street. No, it's not a road. It's for it to be a road, it has to have traffic on it, Liam. It has to qualify as a road. What we've got on George Street is a disaster. No, worst road in Sydney. Cop this one. This is very interesting. Pennant Hills Road has been given the title of Sydney's worst road uh, when it came to car accidents. Oh, okay. Bumper to bumper. Now, uh, Monavale Road in St Ives was in second place. Um, so I think that's because as you're coming into St. Africa, you get confused. You're looking for the animals. <laughs> you think, oh, no, no, I'm kidding. Uh, and then third is the M4 at Homebush, which surprises me. While the Hume Highway, which was actually number one, uh, Hume Highway at Liverpool has slipped to fourth. It was originally number one. Pendant Hills Road. Matt, are you travelling on it a bit? Um, I reckon um, I've got a theory. I know Pendant Hills Road and Penno reasonably well. I've got a theory. What do you think it is that you travel on that road quite uh, quite a lot? What do you? It's th- one of those weird roads where you can't see in front. Yes. So. Yep. And 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 there's just so, there's so much congestion. Which you would imagine is no, the no. number one requirement for any but road. Like, no, no, no. It's weird. Or you see a lot of stars. Yeah, yeah, you see a lot of rear end accidents there. I imagine because either way, both ways, when you come off the two and you're going up Penno uh, towards Penno uh, on Pennant Hills Road, there you've got. Uh, an incline, then you've got corners yeah. in either which way, but they're very narrow lanes. And so massive trucks. Yep. Okay, good. Well, there you go. That's the worst road in Sydney for accidents, so um, avoid it because you can. Um, <laughs> here's another one. This is going to make you really happy, Sydney. Another part of the whip. If you use the West Connects every day to and from work, you'll end up paying more to the toll companies than to your own superannuation. This has come from Sean Berry from his report on 7 News last night. Right now, just the widened M4 is opened and motorists pay $4.56 each way or $2,000 a year if they use it five days a week. Add the M4 East Tunnel in 2019 and the total rises to $9.30, around 4500 In 2030, it's up to 6800 a year, 2060, $22,000. The total around $470,000. It's mind-boggling you could be contributing more to a toll road operator than to your own superannuation. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. And mind-boggling and a massive problem that needs to be fixed by our government. Mm. How can we as taxpayers 
live in a city where we've already built the infrastructure on our own hard work, then pay more money to a company like West Connects than to your own future benefit. Not fair. Well, Not I- fair. And I know I bitch and whinge about the tolls pretty much at this time, at least once a week. Because it's not fair. That's crippling Sydney. That is just garbage. Well, I, I just fair. I assume no I assume no that way. the what West Connects work? will be providing housing accommodation on the on the West Connects you for these what? people who aren't paying into their super. And you know what's going to happen? This is the crazy cycle, right? What'll happen is that these people will get to retirement age and they'll go, "Oh, I don't have enough money for retirement." Yeah, because they've given it all to West Connects, right? Mm. And they go, "Oh, I'd like to retire now. I don't have enough money, so they're going to need a bailout from the government, which is provided for by the people, which means that they're going to." Have have to contribute again with other taxes. Vicious cycle. Maybe just give people a bit of a break. Now, on to another one. At least this one is slightly more amusing and not as depressing. Scott's College at Bellevue Hill. Yes, I know we all frequent there commonly. Um, between five and ten students are likely to be suspended and 22 prefects resigned. I didn't know they could do that. Yesterday, after a large number of Year 12 students from Scots College ran amok through local streets and the school grounds last Friday. Now, um, from all the reports, there was throwing of watermelon and maybe some egging or something. It was pretty lightweight stuff. There was yeah. no fires or, or anything like that. No, I don't see any of the prefects knocking off a car, which I would do in that area. 100%. I'd be in a Land Rover before you knew it. With a Mossman mum going for a Oh, no, I didn't mean it like that, but you know. Doesn't running amok just seem like a really old-timey way to describe what kids do these days? Yeah. Oh, they were running amok. Oh, look, here's, look I'll, I'll quiet it. In school grounds, uh, gather in a local park before descending on the school grounds where they overturned portable seating. What? You tipped over a chair? Oh, wow. Trestle tables were found the wrong way up. Wow. They overturned portable seating? They've lost their minds. Some of them pelted buildings with watermelon, flour and eggs. Oh, my God. They've gone MKR on us. Are you, are you freaking kidding? In my day, if the school wasn't on fire, everyone was pretty pleased. That is, they were suspended for that. Up to 110 students were involved in the incident. That's the year level. Mate, that's not, that's incredible. 110 students, that's that is nothing. Shaving cream on teachers' cars. That used to annoy them because it would kill the Juco. Do not put shaving cream on the Juco of a car. It will hurt it. I can't believe that. Now, this is a confession time. No one would have guessed this, but I've actually been suspended myself. No. Yeah, yeah. Got suspended. Um, and then, subsequently, they went. There was, I got suspended for hanging out the window of a second-story English block towards the end of school, and I yelled at some um, passers-by. There was some... Uh, parents on Parent Orientation Day, and mm-hmm. I yelled out some pretty stupid stuff after hanging out the window. I yelled out, uh, no, Mrs. Norton, you can't make me jump. Miss <laughs> Nor- that, That's Nor- not funny. No, yeah. it's part of my stand-up. It's one of my oldest jokes in stand-up because it was true. Miss Norton wasn't in the room at the time, yeah. and I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. School did not. And then they said, you're suspended. And I went, okay. And then they went, you know what, Miss? We've had a bit of a think about your suspension. Why don't we just make it forever? <laughs> and I went, really? And they went, yeah, you've, you've, you don't learn. You and your school had a trial separation. Yeah. And they agreed it worked for them. And we called it year 12. Yeah, and they started seeing other students and it worked out. Yeah, and I went to another school and uh, went on to thrive. So it just shows you what you can do if you don't apply yourself. I've got a feeling, Mez, that that you're not alone in Merrickville as being someone who got suspended. No. As our whip around Sydney today, I'm asking you on one triple three five three. 
What were you suspended for? Now, I don't want stories of anything that hurts anybody. I don't like hurty stories. No. We don't want that. No harm done to anyone. But if you've been a half-wit, if you're a bit of a peanut like me and you've been suspended, these kids chucked watermelon. Yeah, that's, that is real lightweight stuff. That's, I mean, that's... just shows you how much money they've got. That's out of season, that fruit. That was seedless watermelon. Oh, so of course it, it was. It doesn't even have seeds. They can afford better than that. They're in Bellevue Hill. One triple three five three. What were you suspended for? Give us a call. Merrickville. 104.9 Triple M. Here comes the money. Sorry, I think you've forgotten the bit where you give me some money. Because someone has to pay Merrick's salary. Here's a word from our sponsor. G'day, Mark Howard here. A year ago, I started the Howie Games podcast, which has given me a fantastic opportunity to chat with some of the biggest names in world sport. The Howie Games aims to bring you stories you haven't heard before, like this one from Melbourne Cup winning jockey, Jim the Pumper Cassidy. I got, I got the grey nurses, the $100 bills, oh, the big cha- changed into 20s. <laughs> and so me, and me mate out. said, what are you doing that for? I said, I'll show you. So we got back to the hotel room. Pump took all his gear off, got the Melbourne Cup whip, tipped all the money on the bed. And for one hour, I was literally just rolling in cash. You can listen to the Howie Games at podcastone.com.au or via the Podcast One app. Great to have your company, Sydney. Taking your calls on 13353, what did you get suspended for? Because uh, some boys from the very exclusive Bellevue uh, Hill um, Secondary, what is it? The Scots. Scots. Uh, have been suspended for throwing watermelons and flour and eggs. Suspended for that. And some prefects have had to hand in their ties. Apparently, that's what you do. You resign your position as prefect. Mate, I would never go. I didn't, I didn't even know. At your school, you had to hand in your snap pants <laughs> yeah, and no, your you bum had, bags. You had to hand in your flick knife. <laughs> that's what you had to hand in. Scott's College at Bellevue Hill. Ten students are likely to be suspended. What did you get suspended for? We've got Andrew. It's so many calls. Look at that. <laughs> it's just a full board. That's disturbing. Andrew and Kim's Hello, Hello, mate. Hey, Andrew. G'day, boys. How are you? Very good. What did you get suspended for? Well, they six took our common room office. So me and another couple of boys nailed some nails across the front of her driveway where she reverses in to her car spot and then tied some fishing line to the nails up to a tree behind with a little tin of brake fluid. So when she reversed in, it popped all four tyres and oh. it started to drip brake fluid onto the roof of her car. Jesus, oh, mate, that's... <laughs> That's, that's harmful. No wonder you got suspended. <laughs> I got suspended. I lost my captaincy. I lost my student council member presidency. I lost school. Uh, yeah, all of everything I lost. Um, yeah, because that was dangerous and stupid. <laughs> Had you been watching Home Alone recently, Andrew? Yeah. Like, that is. <laughs> you, Macaulay well, Culkin. Uh, well, it was 32 years ago, so, yeah, that's about right. Yeah, <laughs> right. back in the days when brake fluid was still a thing that people had access to. <laughs> now no one knows what brake fluid is. <laughs> Thank you, mate. Let's get to Brad in Emu Heights. Hello, Brad. Good, mate. How are you doing? Very good indeed. What do you get suspended for? Mate, a haircut from Trinity Grammar. Oh, what? wow. What did, you, did you go to Trinity Grammar and get a haircut, and then you went back to your normal school, <laughs> and they went, no, sorry, not with that haircut, mate? Yeah, yeah no, I got a haircut. It was shaped on the sides, long on the top, and the headmaster suspended me. So you went, you went to Trinity Grammar? Yeah. Okay, all right. That surprises me in part. But, okay, you, went... you listen to this show yeah. and you went to Trinity Grammar mm-hmm. is what surprises me. Yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not one of them. <laughs> what, a, a smart I, person? I left, I left in year nine. But uh, anyway, I got, I got, a, got a haircut. The headmaster suspended me and said to the dad, oh, that you can come back when the hair's suitable. Two weeks later, the headmaster realised I wasn't at school, rang dad and said, how come he's not, not back at school? Dad said, well, hair doesn't grow in a week. 
Oh. Um, you'll be back when the hair's suitable. He said, oh, but I only, I only suspended him to make an example of him. Dad goes, yeah, well, now I'm going to make an example of you. So oh, bang. Cool. Good, Dad. And then, of course, you finished up in year nine and you were poorly educated <laughs> as a result of your dad's asinine behaviour. But just very quickly, Brad, with your yeah. haircut, you modelled it on someone. Who was it? Uh, I don't know, probably Fergal Sharky or someone. <laughs> 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 funny. I'll yeah. take that. Very funny indeed. Uh, let's get to one, one more call more very, very Matt quickly. Matt in Hornsby. Hello, Matt. Yeah, g'day. How are you going? Good, mate. What did you get suspended for? Uh, walking home from school in Year 7, uh, skipping rocks across the road and uh, happened to hit one of the cars going past. Didn't realise at the time it was the English teacher in my school. So <sighs> it didn't go down too well when the principal dragged me in the uh, principal's office the next day and basically said, don't come back for the rest of the week. Yeah. What, you get suspended for throwing a rock? I mean, that sounds like a Mark Twain novel that you're in reenacting, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, what? He got suspended for throwing a rock at his teacher's car. He There's didn't a know bit... it was his teacher's car. <laughs> if that had been another person who didn't work in the, you know, the, the, in his school, that would have been okay. Fa- if it wasn't a faculty member, he would have just been charged with a, a regular crime. <laughs> But they've taken that and they've persecuted him on, you know, curriculum grounds. So that's I don't think. You're that's... right. Matt's the victim here. Yeah, Matt, you're the victim. Yeah, it's, Look, it's, it's a bit like the was, I ended up getting him as my English teacher the next year. Oh, that that's insult to injury. How'd you go in the class, Matt? Well, he put some brake fluid on his car for starters. <laughs> Great to have your company, Sydney. There's a wicked song on air at the moment. In fact, I describe it as killer because that's the album that it's from. <laughs> it's called Kingdom. It's by this guy, Dan Sultan. <laughs> Yeah, powerful music. Great stuff. He joins me in the studio now. Dan, great to have you here, mate. Good to be here. Thanks very much. First of all, congratulations on the new album, Killer. Uh, is that is that a little bit of a premonition of how good you thought your own work was? <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe a little bit, but I think it's more so. I just, look, I just really like the word, you know. I think it's just uh, a cool word. It looks cool on yeah. the cover, on the album cover. Um, you know, uh, Jerry Lee Lewis, that was his nickname, great honky-tonk piano player. You know, is that uh, where it came 50s. from? It... Well, I mean, that's the, the, he had that as a nickname. I'm sure yeah. it's come from other places, but you know, for me personally, it was a few reasons. I mean, it looks great, it sounds great, it mm. can be a bit scary, but it can also be kind of cool as well. You know, it can be a positive thing as well. And, um, and you know, Jerry Lee Lewis, I just went, Oh, look, okay, he's called a killer. That's all right, it's no doubt it will be. It is, mate. It's uh, as I said, we're playing Kingdom a lot on air at the moment. In fact, we're hammering it and we should because it's good. Um, now you are on tour at the moment and you're going to be performing at the Metro on the 30th. Uh, Metro, of course, on George Street. Good luck getting to that venue if you don't know how to um, avoid trams. People get there. Well, currently, there's some roadworks down that you will see. Which oh, are, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Our Lord Mayor has decided to make herself a pavement. Um, but yeah. anyway, you'll be right. <laughs> plenty of people go there. Dan's show is worth the effort. 100%. Absolutely. Particularly, you know, if you watch the AFL Grand Final during the day, then at night you want to go out and rock out, absolutely you can go well, and do again, that. Well, again, I've got to talk to my agents about this. You know, what's the point in, in booking me a show somewhere where people can't get to? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I wonder why it's not selling that well. Oh, it could be selling a bit better. Yeah, yeah, because you can't get to the bloody venue. Yeah, yeah no. that's, a, that's a very good point. I that's did, a great idea. I did notice the on brains your, trust. I no. did notice on the on the list of venues there and and locations that uh, Dubbo's not there for the same reason. So <laughs> maybe they next need time to have a look at that oversight. Mate, another thing you're doing. Uh, obviously, you got the tour on, and uh, I've said this before. You're one of the great um, Australian performers live. You've got a, a real way to rock out. So great, go and see Dan perform but you've also got a limited edition um marble amber 
vinyl pressing of the album Killer. You can get it from mm. JB Hi-Fi. What's the go with going back to vinyl? Well, look, I think, you know, it's it's about what, what people are, are buying at the moment. I think people, are, it's all, most of it's online. There are still a lot of CDs being sold, but there's a lot coming from, you know, either being streamed or, you know, iTunes. Um, so people are getting stuff online. And as far as the physical copy, people have got, yeah. you know, great turntables in their house with, you know, really great amps and great, great speakers. And, yeah. You know, and there's sort of, you know, sort of young couples or, you know, just... Um... You can call them hipsters if you want. <laughs> well, yeah, okay, let's call them that. Let's, yeah. call, let's call them old hipsters. Old well, yeah. hipsters trying to li- relive their youth. You can call them that whilst yeah. you're sitting around. Well, yeah, well, yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, you know, I got I got a great turntable in my house. Right, is it right next to your bowl of smashed avocados? Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. That's right, yeah. Uh, and it seems as though, like, with music, there is very much that kind of the, the hi-fi or the lo-fi option and everything else in between, like CDs, it's just like it, it's got a bit lost. Mm, well, the thing is with those with the with the with the vinyl today. I know with with my one anyway. It sounds you know it's a pretty it's got great it's you know great quality and you, yeah. you play it through a great system. Um, you know, so really that's sort of where a lot of a lot of it's happening now. Um, then, I think people that are buying my music anyway was it's it's selling pretty pretty well the vinyl. So yeah, well, yeah. Mate. And you say what you call it? You call it marble amber. That's nice. Only actual color code. When we were getting ready and starting to, you know, plan it all, mm. uh, the color code is actually um, beer. Oh. <laughs> so, I mean, I was like, I want a gold one, you know, gold, you know, like the, yeah. the writing's gold and rah, rah, yeah. it's black and gold. And I go, that's that's great, that color there. And it looked at it and yeah, beer. Beer so. color. Well, it's fitting. Marbled that's, amber. I was going, oh, okay, that's a descriptive term for that colour. That's just, what Dan's going to call his next album. Marbled yeah. amber. No, beer. Oh, beer. <laughs> <laughs> Dan Song's with me this afternoon. Dan, very shortly, I want you to play a game that we often play with musicians on the show, which is your music or not. Now, Great. I, I'm I don't excited put, to do this. Don't want to put too much pressure on you, no, but no. Uh, Peter Garrett played this and bombed horribly. Um, <laughs> okay. Couldn't even pick his own songs. Sting is on the top, one of the tops on the, of the leaderboard. Uh, well, I hope I do better than... Um, Peter, because I'm actually playing with him next month oh. up in up in the territory. I'm just part of the oil shows that they're doing. So uh, wow, okay. Well, so you... I'll be able to rub that in. Great to have you here, Dan. But um, when I have a guest in, a musician in, uh, play a little game with him. It's this. Merrickville's. Oh, That's not fair. Cruel and unusual punishment. <laughs> you is it me or not you? Yeah. Radio game. <laughs> you can't win in this game. This is a <laughs> game. Triple M. Okay, get a very small slice of music and you have to identify whether or not, just simply whether or not it's one of your songs, Dan, or somebody else's. Now, I'm not okay. going to lie, uh, Sting is on way up there on the leaderboard and Bernard Fanning's uh, almost um, in tears every time he comes in here to play it. <laughs> Bernard takes it pretty seriously. He does. He's a very calm, mellow, lovely presence. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, I've I've heard about his competitive streak. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> particularly when he almost confuses himself with Nickelback. <laughs> Mostly, seriously, we well that that yeah, well, <laughs> you know that'd get to anybody. We, I, we had to, I had to wrap him up in a blanket to get him out of the pool like a shaker. All right, well listen, we'll get into it, Dan, straight away. I'm nervous. All right, let's do this. Dan Sultan, tell me whether or not this is your song or not. No. Oh, very quick. That was Jet. Ooh. Ooh, I think it might be giving a little bit too much credit Look, there. It gets the points. Yeah. Because it was. Nolsey. Yeah. Sorry, Jet. No, I'm thinking it was not. No, no. Shut up. 
Dan, I don't want to put you in an awkward position by bagging out Nolsey because he'll take you to a strip club. Um, I mean, he'll, he'll attempt to take you to a strip club but then get knocked back. But what he's actually going to I'll do... I'll get let in, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what's going to happen? He's going to put that on a, a poster in some regional areas of South, of South Australia where he's going to say, um, uh, sounds like jet, and then in quotes, Dan Sultan. Dan Sultan, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, as said, on, uh, as said on Triple M Drive. Yeah, there yeah, we no, go. Yeah, Dan all, right. all right, next song. That's Jet. Your song or not, Dan? Is that one of yours? I reckon it is. Which one? Is it Hold It Together? Oh, wow. <laughs> Great song. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Yeah, and good pick, Dan. Yeah, that was a very well short grab. Well, the thing is, when I'm making an album, I don't listen to anything else. It drives my friends mad and it drives <laughs> my neighbours mad. All my, my neighbours know the record back to front. You know, they haven't wanted to know it, but uh, <laughs> I've just heard it coming over the fence no. for the last six months or a year or something. So, if, yeah, right. want, the little things like that I can pick up on. Dan, uh, song, song number three, your song or not? Yeah, it's under your skin. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's one of my favourite songs. Oh, thanks, yeah, it's good fun. Amazing, Dan. Well done. All right. It's, it's heading towards Sting Territory. Three from three. Sorry, oh, yeah, Jet. Mate. <laughs> <laughs> See, I didn't think I got wrong. All right. Okay, uh, number four. Oh. No, that's not. That's not me. Oh, sorry. No. Correct. The jam. Mate, that was a trap. I'm not going to lie. That was Admiral Akbar in Star Wars. <laughs> it's a trap. Because if you'd said, oh, that's me, we'd go, oh, do you think you're Pearl Jam? <laughs> <laughs> that's the trap. You see what I do there? Isn't yeah. it horrible and malicious? Oh, you think, you, you think you're any better, do you? Dan? That's right. Yeah. One off the perfect round here. Oh, this is it. It all comes down to this, Dan. You could be the first I'm, person I'm coming to after five you, five, Sting. Right? <laughs> here we go. No, that's not me. Yes, it is. No. Thank God, it's Dan. <laughs> That's the biggest trap of all. That's the double trap. We leave you in with Pearl Jam and then we play Hanson. And if you say that's your music, that's, the, that's killed your integrity. That's right. Yeah. That's five from five. Dan Sultan, congratulations. Oh, five thank from you very five, much. mate. That is absolutely brilliant. Mate, as good as your new album, which is killer, both by name and by nature. You can get it in uh, all good stores now. You can get it online, of course. And if you want, you can get a vinyl pressing of it from JB Hi-Fi. And you're touring Sydney. You will be here at the Metro on the 30th of uh, this month. Get along and see Dan play. You will not be disappointed. Dan Sultan, absolute pleasure, mate. Hey, uh, thanks very much. It's been my pleasure too. So, uh, yeah. Good keep, to see you again. Keep boys. up the great work, mate. Cheers. And uh, yeah, come oh. to the Metro. Thank you for visiting Merrickville. And be a Merrickvillian. Uh, Merrickvillite. Merrickvilleman. Join us on Facebook or Twitter at Merrickville FM 104.9. Triple M.